and welcome to another episode of What the Chow, your friendly neighborhood non-misogynistic hockey podcast. We are your hostesses. I'm Natalia. And I'm Haley. We are super happy to be back after our little holiday break for our first episode of 2023 and our third episode of What the Chow. We hope you guys all had a great holiday season. What was yours like, Natalia? Oh my goodness, I don't even know where to start. I feel like the last couple of weeks have been a whirlwind for me. Mm. My birthday happened and Christmas happened. Yay, happy belated birthday. Thank you. Obviously, I I told you on your birthday, but now the podcasters know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, now the podcasters know. Um, Yeah, I, I feel like I had a very nice blend of hanging out at home and bringing in Christmas with my family and cozying up on the couch and watching really cute little Christmas movies as you do. Um, but I also had the excitement of celebrating my birthday with the Ducks (laughs) because I went to a game the day before and, um, I haven't shared this on the podcast, but I think some of our listeners probably already know I won a sign team stick in a Twitter contest. That's awesome. Um, yeah, a little while ago, and I guess that Troy Terry was going to score first, and my dude came through for me because he's the best. Oh, and right. um, yeah, so I want a stick, and I go to pick it up at the game, and they tell me that they're upgrading my seats, and I'm now sitting four rows off the glass <gasps> next to the bench. Oh <laughs> my gosh, that's incredible. So shout out to the Ducks for making this the best birthday ever because I genuinely don't think there could have been a better way to celebrate and it was easily one of the most amazing experiences of my entire life. Oh, that's so sick. I'm The amount of jealousy that I have inside <laughs> of me over that experience is insane. The stress that I had because they gave me an extra ticket and I was like, if only you could teleport and Haley could be sitting next to us as like the third person. It would have been amazing. So I guess you just have to move here. That's just so next time in case this ever happens again, which it probably won't. But if it does, yeah, you have to be there with me. If it does happen again, I will buy one of those super expensive last minute flights and I will come to the game (laughs) with you. (laughs) Okay. Problem solved. Sounds good. I want to hear about your holiday. Oh, Hit right. me with it. Yeah. Because you went to you went to go visit your family. I did. I went to good old Smashville, home of the Predators, and uh, went to visit my family there. And it was good because this is the first Christmas where we have all lived in different states. Um, so it was a reunion of sorts between uh, my parents, my brother, and me. And we had all of these grand plans because there's so much to do in the Nashville area. But then like 95% of the country, it was freezing the whole time and we got snow, which I guess made up for it. We had a little bit of a white Christmas, which was really nice. Um, So instead of all of these super fun things, we spent a lot of time cozied up in the house, uh, drinking hot chocolate, drinking spiked hot chocolate. Ooh. We watched a lot of Christmas movies and we did a puzzle and just hung out, which was great because we don't see each other nearly as often anymore that we've kind of moved away from Florida. So it was good to catch up and just be together. And it was a lot of fun. And we did end up making it into downtown Nashville once it warmed up a bit, which I love. It's Nashville is such a fun city. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I think that's easily one of the best cities with a hockey team in it like I I had the opportunity to go there back in um, March and 
I it's one of my favorite cities to go and see a game in because it's just such a cool place to visit yeah and it must have been so cool for you guys to be all in the same place especially in Nashville because you can't go wrong yeah it was it was a good break it was relaxing I think it was kind of good that we didn't end up being able to do all of those activities that we had planned it ended up just being like a nice quiet relaxing holiday so it was good not nearly nice. as exciting as your experience, but it was good. <laughs> <laughs> Not nearly as warm as my experience either. It was, it, on behalf of the 5% of the country that wasn't freezing, I am so sorry. <laughs> it's honestly... But a white Christmas sounds nice. Yeah, white Christmas was beautiful, but I actually will take freezing cold over burning hot any day of the week. So. I totally respect your opinion, even though it's wrong. <laughs> Uh, it was it was good. We we had a great break, both of us, and we are really excited to jump into the new year. Um, and we just want to say thank you so much for the love and support that we got on our first two episodes at the end of last year. And we just have had so much fun with this podcasting endeavor so far. And we just can't wait to see where 2023 takes us. Hopefully it is bigger and better and we just continue to just have the best time with it and so thank you guys so much podcasting endeavor sounds like the coolest thing ever like you just made us sound so cool we've literally been talking about doing puzzles and drinking hot chocolate and then you hit us with podcasting (laughs) endeavor and now i'm like whoa who are we we are cool (laughs) yeah sure (laughs) mostly um there has been so much news since we've been offline, and we can't possibly cover it all, but we do think that it's the perfect time to drop a few of our highlights over the past couple of weeks, because there just was too much good stuff not to share it. Yeah, exactly. The uh, The number one highlight for me as an ever-loyal Caps fan, and I'm sure you've heard it from everybody and their brother, but Alex Ovechkin... <laughs> Past Gordie Howe in goals of all time in the league, and he's now in second place, second only to the amazing Wayne Gretzky. So, uh, wow. can't wait to see him surpass Gretzky. I want to see a thousand before he retires, but that's a lofty goal. <laughs> <laughs> he's well on his way. Big congrats to Ovi, and in other news, big apologies to Mitch Marner because. I think we may have ruined his streak. Oops. We um, talked about Jason Robertson's streak on our last episode, and then it ended the next day. And um, then we talked about Mitch Marner's streak, and that also ended the next day. So (laughs) as a general rule of thumb for the podcast going forward, I don't think we're ever going to talk about streaks again for the sake of the poor player. Um, Definitely But congratulations to Mitch. (laughs) We're so sorry. Yeah, there's and, um, there's still plenty of season left. We uh, we think you can do it again. Yeah, we just and, won't talk about it. Yeah, we won't talk about it. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll be secretly wishing you congratulations. We just won't say it on air. <laughs> mm, exactly. Um, switching over to some women's hockey news uh, because that's what our whole episode is about this week: women in hockey. Uh, one of the coolest women in hockey, busting out my high school French skills here. <laughs> Marie Philippe Poulin, who is everybody that that speaks French is probably like, that was the worst pronunciation I've ever heard. 
Marie, yeah. <laughs> congrats to you. You have won the Northern Star Award. That means she is Canada's top athlete. And not only that, she is the first female hockey player to ever receive this award, which is incredible. And I hope it paves the way for a lot more female hockey players to receive this award. Um, Marie is and Marie Philippe is an incredible athlete. Uh, she's actually the only hockey player to have scored goals in four different Olympic hockey finals, which is just an absolutely incredible statistic. She's incredible in so many ways, and we just cannot wait to see how many female hockey players follow in her footsteps and win this award in the future as well. What an inspiration. Speaking of inspirations <laughs> and women that I have massive girls girl crushes on, um, Sarah Nurse, who I probably will never, ever, 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 ever stop talking about, was named on the Forbes 30 under 30 sports list, which is so cool. Congrats, Sarah. We adore her, and I'm sure we've made that fairly obvious, <laughs> but um, yeah. she's just a great person on and off the ice, and we just really love seeing her thrive and continue to succeed. Yeah, she's and, phenomenal. <laughs> and in other women's hockey news, the Secret Dream Gap Tour is currently ongoing and headed to Haley's area in Washington, D.C., and also multiple cities around Ontario early this year. And um, this is a traveling women's hockey tournament, and it's hosted by the PWHPA and sponsored by Secret. Which I think that's super fitting that Secret Deodorant <laughs> sponsors them, because Nobody knows about it. It's a secret. <laughs> it was so hard for us to even find the information about this tournament to share with you guys because it's just, there's just no funding for it. So there's no advertising budget. There's no media budget for it. So it's just, it's frustrating. Yeah. I mean, we've been griping about this to each other for the last couple of weeks or so, and we've seen you know, the, the Women's All-Star Weekend was about a month ago. We've had the Rivalry Series. And we've just been saying we really, really wish that this stuff got more coverage. Because I think both of us tuned into the Rivalry Series game the other day. And we're both super impressed by how entertaining of a game it is. Yeah. Like, the speed is honestly the same as an NHL game. Um, there was fights. Mm -hmm. it, it got a little spicy up in there. <laughs> it was so entertaining. So we both highly recommend if you take anything from this episode go and check out the pwhpa website and maybe even potentially check out one of these um upcoming stops when this tour comes by you yeah i mean women's hockey truly is the exact same game as men's hockey the only difference is that it's played by women <laughs> like, truly truly like it is just as entertaining and exciting and you know, sick goals, fun sellies, there's fights, there's shootouts. I mean, it's awesome. So check it out. Yeah, definitely. And the perfect segue into our silly little hockey topic of the week, which is not silly nor little at all this week. <laughs> so I don't know how fitting that name really is. No, not at all. <laughs> but, um, and we should all just also just give you a little bit of disclaimer. Um, you may want to buckle up because... Mm -hmm. We're about to go a little crazy up in here. Um, speaking of things that are getting spicy, we will absolutely be getting spicy. We will be getting sassy. We will be on our for. We're just gonna steal Taylor Swift's word here, since we like to do that on this podcast. <laughs> we're gonna get up all in our vigilante shit. 
Um, yeah, we are. So buckle up. <laughs> Stepping onto our soapboxes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think both of us have had interesting experiences as female sports fans and mm-hmm. we just think that we couldn't continue to go forward with this podcast if we didn't take the opportunity to talk about that because it's just so important to both of us so yeah I feel like our experiences as female sports fans are kind of catalysts for this podcast um yeah so my my first and to me most memorable experience as a female sports fan um I guess I want to say most memorable negative experience as a female sports fan um actually doesn't have to do with hockey it has to do with football I am a huge fan of college football specifically and I have been since I started college that sounds like I'm still in college I (laughs) I'm not still in college I'm a grown adult we got you but anyway um so I was traveling my freshman year. So I was 18, maybe 19. And I had a long layover at an airport. And so I was just kind of walking around, checking out the different shops. um, And I stepped into a sports store. And I was like, "Ooh, I'll go look at these college jerseys, football jerseys to see if they have my team. So I was looking at them, I was kind of, you know, combing through the rack, seeing what they had. And this a uh, man comes in and physically like nudges me out of the way with his his arm and goes, let the real sports fans look, honey. And Ooh. yeah. And I, I didn't say anything because I was young. I was traveling alone. I was a woman. I, you know, I was kind of scared to say anything. Um, so I just kind of walked away, but it was so demoralizing and so, disheartening to just be completely shut down and physically pushed out of the way and told that I'm not a real sports fan presumably because I'm a woman that's so not okay and honestly so harmful to sports in general I feel like you know hockey and other sports there's room for all of us to be fans regardless of what we look like and what our gender is and to you, especially as a young sports fan, the fact that you still hold on to that after all these years as the most negative experience you can think of is just, it says it all. Yeah, truly. right. It was, it was almost like a, it like shaped my experience in a way, yeah. you know, it made me <laughs> hesitant to like speak up about things or say that I'm a fan. We'll get more into that later. I don't want to ramble right now. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, it just seems like that's it's such a harmful thing to say yeah like I I think exactly it's really important to be careful about the way that we're communicating with younger fans because that is the kind of experience that shapes who they become Mm -hmm. in terms of in terms of a hockey fan or a sports fan in general yeah definitely what about you? And you want to share an experience that you've had? <laughs> Mine's a little more lighthearted, but um, I think my family member who I'm going to speak of right now may kill me for this. <laughs> um, so I should give a general disclaimer that 99.9% of my my knowledge about hockey has come from him, and I'm so grateful for that. Um, diving right into just completely roasting him for... Um, <laughs> Now that I've said all these nice things, um, I was talking to him the other day and we were talking about the Anaheim Ducks reverse retros and 
I'm a fashion major. I studied fashion in school. So whenever my fashion sense starts to come in, um, I, I have a problem with some of the ways that they style the jerseys. And I know it's not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things, but <laughs> the Ducks have these like orange shorts and they wear them with the reverse retros and they literally look like gigantic candy corn on skates. <laughs> and quite frankly, it's a little it's a little embarrassing, especially when it was so close to Halloween when we had this conversation. Mm. Um, it just looked a little strange. So he tells me that they're not actually called shorts. They're called pants. And this isn't one of those topics that tends to come up. And, like, I've been a hockey fan for quite some time, but I, I don't know how I never seem to find out that these are actually called pants. Um, <laughs> I get the announcer's not going, oh, the guy in the orange pants. Yeah, it, it doesn't come up. <laughs> um, and to me, and I don't know about you or our listeners, pants don't tend to end above the knee. Not typically, no. Um. And I don't think that they're running around wearing culottes. <laughs> I've never worn hockey pants in my life. Um, so he very gently told me that these are actually called pants. And um, I just think it's like the perfect opportunity to bring up the story because it's a great example of the fact that neither of us know everything about this game and we probably never will. Nope. Um Needless to say, neither of us have ever played the game. We've never put on a pair of skates. We've never, well, we have put on a pair of skates, but not to go and play a hockey game. I can't um, even stand in skates. I can <laughs> never play hockey. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'll ever try. I just don't think it would be, it, I don't think it would end well. No. So that being said, um, we are learning as we go mm-hmm. and I think that's one of the coolest things about the sport and being a fan of it for me. Um, we learn more and more all the time, whether it's in conversation with each other or conversation with family members or conversation with people who have played um, and watching the games that our, that our teams play and listening to the commentators and their play-by-play. Um, sometimes, if we're lucky, from the players in their post-game interviews, depending on what the questions they get asked are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just think it's so fascinating to hear about the game from the perspective of someone who's played it. And um, shout out to this family member for being so cool and filling in the knowledge that I don't have. Because there is a gap between being a fan and being a player. And Mm -hmm. um, it won't ever be fully closed. Because I think that would be a really bad idea for both of us to step (laughs) on ice and try and play this game. But... um, I mean, at the same time, like, and I'm getting on my soapbox again. I'm sorry. We shouldn't be expected to know every detail. Wait, don't apologize. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not apologizing. I'm not sorry. <laughs> um, I don't need to know every freaking historical fact about every freaking historical team in this league in order to, like, hang with the boys. No, absolutely not. I feel like there's this this expectation as female sports fans, female hockey fans, that you have to know everything about it and you have to be able to tell me who the 1987 winners of the Stanley Cup were. Oh my God. I don't know that. I don't need to know that. I know the fundamentals of hockey. I know that I love the game with my whole heart and that's as simple as it gets. That's all you need. Honestly, no, truly. And, like, it's kind of sad to say, 
But I know that the female hockey fans who are listening agree with us when I say, like, are you even really a female hockey fan if you haven't been asked to, like, name every player on a given team's roster at any (laughs) given time? Like, if you can't name who was on, like, the 1992 Colorado Avalanche, like, does it even do you? Are you even a fan? I don't think so. Right? It's like a litmus test. It's so crazy that, like, enjoying the sport and learning about it as you go along, like, doesn't seem to be enough. And, like, I'm new newsflash. I don't lack the ability to understand the game because I have a different anatomy than a guy does. <laughs> exactly. I, I don't think that that's required in order to understand the game. Correct me if I'm wrong, but um, I don't think that those parts have anything to do with my my ability to understand uh no truly definitely not (laughs) definitely didn't think we would talk we would be talking about that on the podcast today but um who knew you never know what to expect told y'all to buckle up (laughs) you never know what to expect on what the chill expect the unexpected babes expect the unexpected (laughs) uh jumping into kind of another little branch of this not so silly not so little hockey topic Um, I feel like there's a lot of stereotypes about female hockey fans, which kind of goes without saying, um, if I say female hockey fans, you might have some of those stereotypes that pop into your head, Uh, you know, things like the only reason you even need to say them, (laughs) you know, just in case people, you know, in case we have really good listeners that have never heard them, they've never thought them. You know, super non-misogynistic homies out there who have never had a thought like that ever, ever. <laughs> so, um, for example, uh, a lot of people think that there was, well, for example, there was a tweet. Not even a lot of people think. We have concrete evidence that people think We've got this. the receipts. Uh, there was a tweet. Could not tell you who made the tweet because I don't care enough to know. <laughs> um, <laughs> by a man who said that the reason why women watch hockey is because it's a social thing. They can use it to get closer to their, he used the word hubby, which I just hate. I hate that word. Uh, Straight to the naughty list. Exactly. (laughs) So basically- (laughs) We're starting early for next year. So basically he was like, the reason why women watch hockey is because they use it as a social thing to connect with others or to get closer to their hubby and spend time with them. It's <laughs> like, shut up. Like, literally shut up. I mean, that's news to me because unless there's a husband out there who I just don't know about that I'm married to, um, <laughs> I don't watch hockey for that purpose. <laughs> you watch hockey with a woman. You watch with your mom most I watch of the with time. my mom. Yeah, all the time. And yeah, I... I hate to break it to y'all, but unless I have a secret husband that I'm unaware of, I I don't I don't only watch for bonding experience with my man. Ugh. And quite frankly, like even though you and your husband watch together, it's that's not that's, the only reason why you like the game. That's not the reason I love the game. That's not the reason I continue watching. I watch a hell of a lot of games without him too. Yeah. <laughs> I just throw yeah. on whatever game is on and he'll, you know, go into his office, play video games, whatever, and I'm out here <laughs> getting into the Dallas Stars or whoever's on. <laughs> like, there, I feel like, I feel like there's this belief that in order to 
enjoy watching hockey, women have to have like an ulterior motive. They can't just watch it because they like to watch hockey. It has to be, oh, the players are cute. Oh, I like dressing up for games. Well, because that's the other stereotype, right? Like, if you're not watching to bond with your husband, you're watching to get a husband. (laughs) Right, yeah. Like, yeah. Why does it have to be like that? Because, like, people think that the world revolves around men. And the only reason women watch hockey <laughs> is to do fired. We we warned y'all. It's to do is something to do with a man. And like, yeah, having attractive players is a bonus. Yeah, spending time <laughs> with my husband is a bonus. Whatever. That's not the reason why women watch hockey. Women watch hockey because we fucking like hockey. Ooh, <laughs> spicy. <laughs> no, but like, it has to be said. I started watching this game when I was seven. I I think it would have been extremely concerning and I concerning and I'd probably need therapy if the reason I was watching as a seven year old was because I was trying to find a husband or that you already had or a to husband. bond with my husband <laughs> yeah mm, no 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 that would Absolutely be not. really really bad really really bad very very disturbing if there's any um anything we should avoid it's that it's that narrative I don't think seven-year-old girls are watching hockey because they're looking for a husband I think that's really disgusting I just I I don't quite understand why this whole narrative started of women are watching hockey because of something to do with a man one way or the other yeah but it's just it's so like, I don't even have the words. I'm literally, like, speechless here because I'm just, I just, I don't understand where it started or why it's continued. Like, I feel like as a society, we have made incredible Leaps strides as women. Yeah. Um. You know, so, like, I would say eight or nine times out of ten, women are equal to men. We can do a lot of the same things. And, like, it's just been amazing progress. But the fact that we've made all this progress and then there's still people tweeting in, I mean, this tweet was in 2022, like there's still people tweeting in 2022 that women are watching hockey to be with their husbands, like throws all that progress right out the window. Yeah. I mean, I think if we can give stepping off of our little pedestal and coming down from the extreme rabbit hole of anger that we just went down, um... I think if if there's any young female sports fan or sport young sports fan in general, female sports fan in general, love the sport and let that be enough. Exactly. You're allowed to enjoy it wherever you want, whenever you want, wearing whatever you want, and you have absolutely nothing to prove to anyone. Regardless of, you know, someone pushing you aside in a shop in a airport. Or the fact that you don't know what pants for hockey players are called. It's okay. You're, you're, care, you care about the sport enough to learn. And that's enough. Exactly. That's good enough. I mean, you hit the nail on the head with that. Like, thank you. <laughs> 10 out of 10. I'm doing my, my little invisible bow. You can't see it, but it's happening. Round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Snaps all around. <sighs> but I think. That brings us to how this podcast came to be. Um, yeah. 
plain and simply, it's so important for women to have a voice mm-hmm. in sports in general, in this sport specifically. Um, and we want to change that narrative. We we want you to look out there and be like, there's two girls who don't watch the sport just because they have a husband who watches it or because they're looking for a husband to watch it with. If you, if anybody listens to this podcast and goes, you know what, those are two girls who love this sport so much that they feel like talking about it once a week, mission accomplished. Done. Truly. We don't have to record any more episodes. <laughs> we do. But we will. We do. We will. <laughs> we just, we, um, we want to, we want to join the growing number of women's voices that are covering sports. I mean, we've seen, or I, I'm sure you've all seen the amount of women that have started appearing on ESPN and local game broadcast and uh, sports podcast, sports radio, um, and we want to be part of that changing narrative. We just, it's so, so cool to see all of this happening. And we kind of want to be part of history. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, like, we don't want to be a quote unquote women's hockey podcast. We want to be a podcast about hockey that happens to be hosted by women. Boom. And thank you. I try. <laughs> I feel like that elicits another bow. Another bow. Snaps Thoughts? and claps. Snaps and claps <laughs> all around. It, anyway, there's just we we know and we see that the sport is changing for women, not just women talking about it, but women playing it too. We we saw the rivalry series was broadcast on NHL Network, which is huge step up for women's yeah. hockey because where else do you watch women's hockey? I don't even know where to watch it at unless it happens to be on NHL Network or um, ESPN Plus or something like that. Um, so it's just, things are changing for the better, yeah. which is great. And I, uh, Bauer, the hockey brand, is really ho- hoping to be a huge part of that changing for the better for players. You want to kind of give us a little more insight yeah, on that? Course. So the other day we came across, while watching the Rivalry series, mm-hmm. there was a little QR code that popped up on our screens, and it was a petition of sorts called the Girls Hockey Bill of Rights. And um, basically, they're saying that girls deserve equal ice. I guess, and I didn't know this because I've never played, um, most girls in hockey don't receive the same access, the same opportunities, the same resources as boys do, mm. which... It's so sad. That sucks, um, big time. Something as simple as having a safe locker room isn't even a guarantee. Um, a lot of them have been put in closets um, where the janitor does leaves his mop, um, which is so not okay. Um, needless to say, we agree and Bauer agrees that that needs to change. Um, all girls deserve the same level of access to this game, and... I, I guess that Bauer's mission is to make hockey more inclusive, um, and they've created this petition that you can sign, so we will definitely include a link to that on our website, and we highly recommend that you sign this petition so that there can be positive change all around yeah. and across the game. Do you have it pulled up? I do. How many signatures does it have so far? Oh, goodness. Okay, let's see. They are at 
10,610 signers, mm. which is 95% of their goal. Oh, so that's so hopefully close. Hopefully by the time this goes up, they'll be a little bit closer. But um, if you are listening and you are near a computer, which I'm sure you are, go and sign it. Because I think this is some this is something that everybody should be a part of and change that needs to happen for sure. Yeah, that I mean, that's being put in broom closets. Like, I thought my story was de- demoralizing. <laughs> yeah. Talk about demoralizing. Holy cow. Like, I don't know how you go through something like that and still get up the next day and go, yep, I still want to play this game. You have to have an immense love for the sport. And to all the girls out there who have that amount of love for this sport, we love you. You're an icon. You're an inspiration. Please keep it up. Be the next Marie-Philippe Boulin. Be the next Sarah Nurse. Be the next you. Because you're going to pave the way for many more girls and women in hockey preach it babe like (laughs) I just I hope you did an invisible bow there too yes snaps and claps snaps and claps all around (laughs) that's I hope that their petition is wildly successful and there truly is a ton of change implemented in 2023 absolutely that's my new year's resolution yeah (laughs) I agree great new year's resolution yeah jumping on into our Three stars of the week. Sticking with the women in hockey theme. Yeah. Um, number three is the girls of hockey Twitter. Um, we have the biggest, like, love for everybody on hockey Twitter. Yeah. And I genuinely am so inspired by the fact that they take so much shit and keep posting. Because it takes so much guts and so much strength to do that and then on top of it they're just like insanely hilarious so funny and so knowledgeable about the sport yeah i love 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 hockey twitter men and women like oh yeah 98 percent of the people on hockey twitter are amazing people uh (laughs) one of my favorite accounts i'm so sorry queen i don't know your real name because i don't think you've ever posted it uh but her (laughs) Username is uh, not Nastia Ovechkin. She is a Caps fan and just a general hockey fan. She's so freaking funny and knows so much about the sport. She plays the sport herself, which is icon behavior. Um, And she follows us on social media. So, girl, if you're listening, we love you. You're amazing. Keep up the great work and uh, don't take shit from anyone. We definitely fangirled a little bit when you followed us back. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) We were like, oh, okay, thanks. (laughs) Thank you, bestie. (laughs) I have to shout out the girls of Ducks Twitter specifically because I just have the biggest spot in my heart for them. Um, They're so, so funny, and I can't name their group chat because I just don't think it'd be appropriate for the podcast, (laughs) but um, (laughs) they know who they are. I don't know if they're listening, but if they are. Um, shout out to you guys. You are amazing. And I thoroughly enjoy seeing your tweets on my timeline. So keep it up. We love you. Hockey Twitter All women. All the ladies of Ducks Twitter. <laughs> and hockey Twitter in general. Our uh, number two star comes from the cap side of the podcast. Uh, Samantha Pell. She is the beat reporter for the Washington Post for the, for the Capitals. She's um, 
really active on Twitter and she does a lot of kind of play-by-play -play tweets when she's at games. Well, she's always at games. That's her job. Uh, she, does, <laughs> she does a lot of play-by-play -play tweets. She does a lot of kind of funny filler tweets during the week. She goes to practices and updates us on injured players and all kinds of things like that. Really great at her job. Really great news source for Caps fans. Um, she's been reporting for the Washington Post since 2017. So she's been absolutely killing the game since then. And she's so cool and just such an inspiration and someone speaking it into existence that I would love to have on the podcast. She also follows us on Instagram, which I feel like is such a flex that we can say <laughs> yeah. that Samantha Pell follows us. So that's really cool. Basically, if you follow us on Instagram, you're among very cool people. Exactly. So if you don't follow us at what the child pod on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter <laughs> and wherever else you want to follow us. Shameless plug had to throw it in there. Of course. And our number one star, Miss Mrs. Shannon Hogan. Um soon to be mom. She's a she's a mom. Soon to be mom round two. She's <laughs> mom round two. <laughs> She's the uh, sportscaster and reporter for the Islanders telecast, and she's been doing that since uh, 2014 for MSG. Nice. And I could honestly talk about her for an entire podcast, and maybe that'll have to happen at some point. Um, <laughs> when we have her on. But, yes, speaking into existence. If we can ruin Mitch Marner's streak by talking about it, maybe if we talk about getting Shannon Hogan or Samantha Pell on our podcast enough, it'll just start happening. Yeah. I think that's how it works, right? <laughs> totally. <laughs> but anyways, I just have to give her props because she handles everything like a champ. Um, do yourself the favor and Google Shannon Hogan necklace <laughs> and you'll see. Um, if you know, you know. But I just was so inspired by the way that she handled that entire situation. And I... As someone who is now in sports media, I guess. Whoa, we're in sports Whoa. media. That sounds really professional. I know. Doesn't that sound cool? That's like that's almost as as good as like podcast endeavor. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I I feel like I'm learning to let things roll off my back, and she's such an inspiration in mm -hmm. that way. Um, I just look at her and I'm like, you know what? If she can do it, I can do it too. Um, and I met her at the game in February against the, the Ducks play the Islanders at Honda Center, and I got to meet her, and she was the sweetest person ever. Oh, that's um, so cool that you got to meet her. I fully word vomited all over her, and it was the most <laughs> embarrassing thing in the entire world. Aww. Like, um, But she was very, very kind. She pulled me aside to have a conversation in between takes and asked me all about how I became an Islanders fan, specifically living in Southern California, and um, was just super, super kind. So shout out to Shannon Hogan, and um, keep killing it. To all of the women in sports media out there, keep killing it. Yes. Let it roll off your back like a duck, you know? <laughs> like a duck. Throw, throwing in the little ducks reference there. Um, Love a good ducks reference. <laughs> just... You're such an inspiration to us. Like, yeah. every single one of you, if any of you are listening, which we really hope somebody's listening that's in sports, <laughs> in sports media, because that would be cool. Just, like, thank you for covering sports and covering hockey so well. 
thank you for not letting anything get to you and keep and yeah. to keep killing it at your job and we hope to be on your level one day truly <laughs> genuinely i feel like i couldn't have said it better myself <laughs> well folks you can unbuckle your seatbelts now <laughs> we're step out of the car get a nice <laughs> long drink of water stepping off our soap boxes i mean you know if you hear Haley swear on this podcast that she's oh, really yeah. passionate about the thing that she's talking about um oh yeah so there we have it a third episode of what the chell and it was it was a fun one it was we hope you liked it too and we hope that you will give us a follow on all forms of social media like natalia shouted out earlier at what the chill pod on instagram twitter tiktok so on and so forth i think that's all we have <laughs> i think so but um we just want to say we hope you guys have a great start to new to your new year start it off with a bang um Get those New Year's resolutions out the door. Go hit the ground running. You've got this. We believe in you. Heck yeah. And um, we can't wait to see what we have in store for you on this podcast as well. Yeah. Don't forget to subscribe on whatever podcast host you are listening to this on. Spotify, Apple, iHeart, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There are four million <laughs> of them subscribe and leave us a rating it helps so much it helps gets get us on people's podcast feeds even if they're not subscribed yet so leave a rating write a review if you have the time you're three episodes in now you can write a review now <laughs> you know how fantastic we are at this point exactly <laughs> and we will see you guys next week with episode four have a great week everyone have a great week guys bye bye